Blog Talk Radio.
Well, good morning, good morning, good morning. And for many of you, you already know that this Sunday is not the first Sunday, but the second Sunday in March in 2023. And we are so blessed by God to be able to see this day. So thank you all for your prayers. Thank you all for your support. Thank you all for how you prayed and for us. And for those that have decided to connect with us, we appreciate you. So at this time, I'm going to see if Minister Sylvia is able to not only pray for us, but to um, seek the Lord on our behalf so that we can say and preach and do and teach and just connect with God in a way that he desires on this second Sunday in March in 2023. Minister Sylvia, are you available? Good morning, good morning. How are you? Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am, I can hear you. Okay. Father God, we come to you on this morning, our God, asking you to open our hearts and our minds, asking you to open our mouths to ask you for forgiveness, to lead and guide us through our life and through this place that we call choosing. We choose to be saved. Choose you, Lord. God, we just thank you for the opportunity to be in the place to say, God, hear my words that come from my heart, not the words that just comes out of what's going on in my head, God. We're asking you, O Lord, to close down the openings that enters into our minds that causes a lot of static, that causes a lot of noise to just be rattling around where we can't hear you, God. God, we just ask you to minister to us in our sleep, in our dreams. When we take little cat naps, God, we're just asking you to just minister to us when we're in a place where it's quiet and we can hear you, oh God. God, we're just asking you to just let people hear what the Word is saying, not what I'm saying, but what the Word is saying, the life-giving Word, the living Word, the only Word that matters, the true Word of God. God, we just ask you to let us be the ready epistles that you've called us to be, let us lead people to you, O oh Lord. Some plant, some water, but God, we want you to get that increase. God, don't let us be so caught up in ourselves, we forget about our assignment. We forget about our appointment with you, O oh Lord, our daily appointment to get before you in prayer and thanksgiving. Get before you, God, with praise. 
God, we just thank you for the opportunity to lead others to you, God. And for everyone that's sick, weak, and feeble in their body, oh God, we give them back to you, oh Lord. Ask you to make a way out of nowhere, oh God. And once they receive the blessing of your healing, they will say to God, be the glory. Give you all the praise, the honor, and give you the everything that's needed to be done to let you know that they recognize it was only done because of you, oh God. God, for everyone that has been called, let them stand up so they can be chosen. And all that has been chosen, God, let them walk boldly in your anointing. Let them walk boldly with your power. Let them walk boldly with your knowledge, oh God. God, we thank you. We can't call out every name, oh God. But God, every minister, every pastor, every prophet, every apostle, every bishop, every teacher, every saint, God, that's walking truly in your word, with your word, by your word, living, applying your word, God. We ask you to heal, provide, set free, deliver. And for those that's falsifying but using your name for self-gain, God, we ask you to get a hold to them and shake them and straighten them out and let them know that God is not a joke. God is nothing to play with. He's not only a jealous God, but he's a terrible God. God, we ask you to fix it, fix it, fix the land, fix the heart of the people in the land. God, we just ask you to step up, step out, and be God in our lives. If you didn't say it, God, we don't want to say it. God, if you said it, that should be good enough for us, oh God. In Jesus' name, I pray this prayer. So it is and it is so. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. God, we thank you for the ability not only to pray, but to pray. For many of us forget to pray on a daily basis. For your word reminds us that these actual reverent prayers of the righteous avail as much. That's a gift. That's a gift. So we thank you for the gift of prayer. We thank you for the gift of the appetite the attitude to want to pray and to actually pray. So, God, even this morning with the message that you've given me that's been, you've been working on it in me for uh, several months, years, and it keeps coming up, and I thank you for that gift. Back in 2014, um, I wrote this on Facebook, and when it came back on Facebook, I said, wow, God, memories, 
memories cloud of witnesses, not just in the Bible, but the cloud of witnesses in our lives. This is what that God has given me the right. Who remembers when prayer revivals were foundational? We all seen and lived the blessings and the benefits of those never-ending prayer revivals. I remember prayer every Tuesday, Thursday, before and, and after Elder McDaniels would pray. And after he prayed, we would clean the church. It was uh, Prophetess Katina, a missionary, Phyllis, and myself. I remember when prayer with the late pastor Frederick Thomas and Apostle Sandra Thomas and Pastor Jones and Pastor Levine and Lady Michelle, we would have it in the basement and in the various ministry offices with Apostle Sandra Thomas. And we did it for years and years and years. I remember prayer at the prophet's house in Washington, D.C. and in Atlanta. It happened every day, 5 a.m. with Elder Nash and Minister Denise and Evangelist Aziza and um, Minister um, Tony Howard. I remember prayer with Mother Bynum and, and Mother Dorothy Sykes. I remember prayer every Sunday uh, And every time we had dinner with Sergeant First Class Sharon um, in Germany, I remember prayer daily and nightly with Minister Brandon. He just would pray and pray and pray. I remember continuous prayer without ceasing, like I said, with Elder Tony when her and I were roommates. I remember uh, my mother praying every night, and I remember her singing songs and and watching church on the various church channels in Chicago. Where are those church channels? Where are those uh, things where you could hear prayer every night? I mean, my mother was faithful on these prayer channels. I don't know where they are. Where did they go, Chicago, these prayer channels? I remember the thrashing floor for 30 days and 40 days of international prayer and choir and praise teams praying for entire months, like always the whole month of January. I remember when the people of God prayed. I remember when D.L. Moody even showed us various things of prayer. I remember when Catherine Kuhlman showed us prayer. I remember when Bishop James E. Hilton showed us prayer. I remember when Joseph prayed. I remember when King David prayed. I remember when Solomon prayed. You know what? I remember prayer and how I needed it and how I hungered and thirst for prayer and more prayer. I remember the clarion calls for prayer and the power of prayer. I remember when Second Chronicles 7 and 14 really, really was something that we would Hold and pray that if my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray and seek my face 
and turn from their wicked ways, and I would hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sin, and I will heal the land. I remember when we not only prayed it, but we believed it. My, my, my. Think of that. When you prayed and you believed it. Well, God has been dealing with me about the need to shift back to prayer. I'm not talking about the formality of prayer. I'm talking about the belief in prayer. I'm talking about the power in prayer. I'm talking about the teaching and the instructing of prayer. I'm talking about knowing that when you prayed, that your prayer was going to be answered. I'm talking about praying to the point that those in a coma wake up. I'm talking about praying to the point to those that have been kidnapped and locked up and abducted are returned. I'm talking about when nations pray. I'm talking about when families and friends pray. I'm talking about when neighbors pray and we pray with loving kindness. I'm talking about when you pray, they know there's going to be a shift. Something's going to happen. See, the Bible, whether it's in 1 Kings 11 and 12 or 1 Kings 12 and 27, talks about a shift. But this shift is warning the Israelites and various people about being attracted to those things that aren't of God, the, the allegiance to the little g, the allegiance to the various people that do sacrifices and temple um, things that aren't pleasing unto God. And when I say temple things, it's those uh, things that are hated by God, those practices that draw you away from God instead of to God. Second Chronicles 23 and 8 even talks about how the priest would command every man, every woman, not just on the Sabbath, but to pray, because if they didn't, some of the things that the uh, wrong priests or evil priests were doing would shift people away from the will of God. Hosea even talks about how people were doing things, as Minister Sylvia even prayed, to mock our very God. But see, when you shift, it can be to the negative or to the positive. So it means to move or to cause something to go from one place to another. It's a change in your position. It's a change in your posture. It's a change in your direction. It's a change in your tendency. It's a change. It's a displacement or an alignment. It's a shift. It's a positioning. My, my, my. It's a movement. It's a stretch. See, there's a songwriter, Kyle Evans, wrote a song, and it was called Shift. But the song talked about sending a revival. Lord, a fire blazing a revival. It talked about the body of Christ being in a place of sleep and stupor where we were in a slumber state. 
where we were in a complacent state, where we needed God to wake us up from the slumber and call us back to his greatness. It talked about how we needed to not only start a race, but to aggressively finish the race. It talks about how we need to be shaken aggressively so that God could pour his love back into us. It talked about us stopping the give up, giving up on hope. It talked about us having miracle signs and wonders. It talked about God's glory in our life. It talked about God's outpouring in our life. It talked about shifting. A God, Listen to that. Listen to that echo. But it's saying a God shift. My God. Can you handle a God shift? Can you handle God shifting your very atmosphere? Can you handle God shifting what you hear and how you hear it? Can you handle God shifting your ears, your mind, your thoughts? Can you handle the shift being so violent in a God's way so that it forces you to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. It forces you to feel the fresh wind of God. It forces you to have some of the fresh wine of God. This shift from God forces you to eat the manna from heaven. This shift causes the wine skin to be new. Mm. This shift will cause a sanctification and a consecration of God's people. This shift will cause the bride to be pure and holy and set aside for God. This shift would be a full shift of your passions and your glory to the things of God. Well, that's the shift that we're talking about on today. The acronym that God gave me early this morning was seeing how intimately faith transforms. Seeing how intimately faith transitions. Seeing how intimately faith transfers us from one spot to another spot. Seeing how intimately faith changes the very type of place we're in, the position we're in, the direction we're focused on. Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Imagine if not only God knew the plan, but you knew his plan. Imagine those plans of hope and those plans for your future. You not only knew them, but you could see them. You prayed them. They were a state or a condition of your heart that you knew. That Joshua 1 and 9 says, I have 
Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Imagine not only seeing that, but knowing it. Not doubting it, but knowing it. Imagine if Proverbs 3 and 5 and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. Imagine shifting to a trust that you always, I didn't say sometimes, I said always in your heart, you knew that you needed to shift, you needed to submit, and that you knew that your pathway would always be straight. Imagine if you knew that you knew that you knew that a Malachi 3 and 6, that the Lord does not change. Mm. Imagine if you knew that how Psalm 18 and 2 says, the Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer. You knew this. You knew God was your rock. You knew God was your fortress. You knew God was your deliverer. You knew God was your shield. You knew that he was your stronghold. You knew that he was your salvation, never wavering because you knew it. See, this shift will cause miracles signs and wonders. This shift that God has me talking about today means that you're no longer in that place of doubt because you've been there too long. This shift caused a forward movement in God to the greater, to the better you. This shift caused an awakening in you. This shift causes your eyes to be wide open and aware of what God is doing in our lives. This shift causes the sound of God to be your sign. This shift is constant. It's constant movement towards the transformation of what God has called you to be. This shift is so unwavering that man kind, that woman kind, that children, that aunts and uncles and everyone, they can see it. For you're red of men, you're that walking epistle. This shift shows you the promises that God has already kept. This shift shows you the yeas and the amens. This shift causes you to repent without even thinking about it. This shift causes you to remember what Jesus did yesterday, today, and that's still going on in the future. This shift reminds you about the lights being the your path. This shift causes you to want to pray for your brothers and your sisters based on God-given declarations, not what we think. This shift causes you to worship God and to worship him in spirit and in truth. This shift 
cause you to conform to the patterns of God and not of this world. This shift causes you to know that this test is a testimony. This shift causes you to know the will of God concerning you and others so much that you're not envious. You're not jealous. You're not saying that I'm next in line, but you're saying I'm in line too. I'm walking next to you as we both walk in alignment with God. This shift causes you to concentrate on the thanksgiving of God, not the situation, not the circumstance. This shift causes you to pray with a petition to God saying, I know not only do I accept what you allow, but God, I'm no longer trying to just uh, be a person that is saying I accept it, but I'm living the very acceptance of what you allow. I'm living be it unto me according to your word. I'm living not my will, but your will be done. This shift, this awakening is a conscious state of mind. No more a coma in the spirit realm for the people of God. No more slumberness. This shift is so automatic until it appears to be involuntary. It appears to be automatic. This shift is triggered by the love of God, the faith of God. No shenanigans. This thing is so deep until in the spirit realm of your innermost self, That egotistical thing doesn't exist. This shift means that you move by the unctioning of God's Holy Spirit, not our mere emotions. This shift, my God, is a deeper connection in your mind, your body, your soul, and your spirit with God. This shift is so eternal until it starts to show up externally. This shift causes you to look, perceive things differently. It causes you to perceive people differently. It causes you to stop walking in a deflection game and blaming this person or that person. But it causes you to look to God and say, God, you pulled me out of the Mari clay. This shift causes you to focus on what God is doing. You no longer need to say that this person did this or that person did that, but you say, God used this person to do this. God used. God's getting all of the glory. He's taking us from glory to glory and from faith to faith because this spiritual shift, this spiritual awakening, this spiritual transformation, this spiritual metamorphosis, God gets all the glory. I remember a time 
that I was quick to say this person did this or this person did that. And then I remember God shifting me to say, I'm glad that God used this minister to do this or that minister to do this or that. But it required me to shift, to surround myself not only with people that were willing to shift based off of what God was saying, but they were willing to shift in their very thoughts and they're very hard. And I know for many it appeared to be scary because they were like, well, I don't want to be a robot. You're not a robot. You're in an intimate relationship with God that says, God, I give you my emotions. God, I give you my thoughts, and I'm not taking them back. God, I give you my focus. And I don't want it back. God, I I no longer want to deal with this or that that's been draining me, that's been frustrating me. But, God, I want the reality and the realization of what Christ has put on the inside of me. God, I want to align with my spiritual Christian identity. So much so that no matter what you ask me to do, where you tell me to go, I'm not saying how or why. I'm saying, God, if you lead me, I'll follow. I'm saying, God, people get drunk in the natural, and they wake up with hangovers. God, this hangover that I'm asking you for in the spirit realm is I want to be so drunk in the spirit realm, so drunk in your word that no earthly addiction will draw me anymore for I want to be addicted to you, God. I want to be addicted to a spiritual awakening to the purpose that you have given me I want to survive, thrive, overcome, be more than a conqueror. I want to be everything that your word declares that I shall be and will be. God, I know that mankind teaches us to have these various bad habits, but if I'm going to have a bad habit of anything that they would call it, it would really be a blessed habit of following you, of exercising the power of prayer. My whole earthly career from this day forward would be a decision to follow you, a decision to pay attention to you, Even if people would say you're so heavenly bound, you're no earthly good, I would say that's what you say. But my God has said that everything that I do to glorify him 
will cause my latter to be greater than my former. I will empathize with people and have compassion for people in ways that I've never, ever, ever, ever had. I will have discernment and and be intuitive to do these things that will assist others, not only in my community, but in countries abroad because of the World Wide Web, because of the podcast, because of the various connections and things that you've given and, and, and revealed to Minister Sylvia and Minister Margo, to Pastor Troy and Prophet Anton, to Dr. Wright, to Elder Tony, to Minister Ron, to Reverend Lawrence, to Minister London, to everybody connected to the shift, the clarion call, the shift that God is calling us to. And I want you to know that for some of us, the shift is a series of planned things that God has birthed in you and through you. Some of the things that we're shifting to may even be unexpected. Some of the changes might be even frequent, and some of the changes might be a shock and an awe. Some of the shifting may appear to be inconvenient, and in some cases, even unwanted. But that's why we're asking God to shift us to wanting to get out of any toxic behavior or pattern or traumas that will cause us not to be our authentic God-given selves. Some of us need to open up more, and some of us need to allow God to shut things down. Some of us need to know that this shifting will involve us uh, us telling God that old thing, God, I want these new doors that are opening and shutting. God had me to write on Facebook, are you allowing God to open doors and shut doors? Or are you manipulating them and opening yourselves up these doors? Well, I'm asking God to move us to a place that we want the doors that are opening and shutting to come from him and those that he's connected us with, doors to more wisdom, Mm -hmm. doors to leaving old things behind. Doors to allowing God to purge us, and as people say, detox us, and as so many say, bye-bye, Felicia, bye-bye, Lisa, bye-bye, Karen. What about all of that? Let's just say bye-bye and say hello to the peace of God. Say hello to trusting in God. 
say hello to the deepening of God's love and honor and respect and compassion for one another. For us hearing what someone is saying and not just saying, yeah, 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 dismissing what they're saying because it didn't line up with your thoughts. Well, that's why our thoughts need to be God's thoughts. We're evolving to a place where God is shifting us gradually, slowly, but some quickly and some fastly, some on the surface and some deeply, some intensely. God's going to reveal to us the shift that he's calling us to in our relationships. He's going to shift us to the endless things that appear to be impossible that are now possible, the super on that thing that appeared to be natural, the spiritual on that thing that appeared to be natural, the supernatural awaking and shifting of God. Not only are you going to start to experience it, you're going to start to even know it. And not only will you know it, but others are going to look at you and say, I can see God in you. I can hear God in you. You've surrendered to God in a way that I've never seen you surrender before. You've given up your own identity and aligned with God in a way I've never seen you do before. Mm, The very songs that you sing are loosening the very grip of what Satan has tried to do in your lives and the lives of others. This shift, this detox, This love, this compassion has shifted you in a place that people don't see irritable you. They don't see the frustrated you, but they see the long-suffering you, my God. They see the person that is so aligned that your shifting is causing miracles. And we know that miracles are things that surprise people. They're extraordinary to people. They're things that people think are improbable. But Mark 16 and 17 says, And these signs shall follow them that believe. You will cast out devils in his name. When was the last time you cast out a devil? Beginning with cast him out of yourself. Matthew 17 and 20 says, And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if ye have faith as the grain of a mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible to you. That's the shift that God is taking you to. John 14 and 12 says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, 
he that believeth on me. The works that I do, he do also. The greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto the Father. Jesus went unto the Father a long time ago. So shift with God so that we can go from glory to glory to faith with one another. We're pushing one another in the spirit realm. We're shifting with one another in the spirit realm. This isn't impossible because if it was, it wouldn't be the message on today. Like God said on today, with some it's going to be gradual. With others it's going to be quick and fast. And with some it's going to be this and that, here and over there. And some is going to be a holistic shift because this isn't new to you. This is something that God's been doing in your life for a very long time. You're going to enjoy this shift. You're going to glorify God in this shift. Don't make it don't let the enemy try to make it small. Don't let him try to make you doubt that God is going to do this in your life. But on today, I want you to know it is so, and so it is. Accept this shift. Don't be discouraged if it's small and small and small. Because what you may think is small, someone else thinks is great. Your finances, your relationships, your blessings blessings, your ability to bless somebody else, your ability to encourage someone else, your ability to save someone's life. You've been saving someone's life all the time. Somebody's still here because of your prayers. Somebody is still encouraged because of that word, because of that prayer, because of that thing. Mm. Just think, you're showing others how to shift. This is the train, the trainer mode. God is using you to show people how to shift into your true God-given purpose. God, we thank you for this word. We thank you for the shift. We thank you for the people on the World Wide Web that are listening today tomorrow, and in the future. We thank you for every listener on Blog Talk, God, that is shifting in the spirit realm. And this shift is going to reach millions, trillions, billions. And they may not see it, but, God, you're going to show them how they touch someone, that touch someone, that touch someone. This shift from yesterday is eternal. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Minister Sylvia, I turn the program over to you. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to God. God, we thank you for today's lesson to teach us how to shift. 
but teach us how to operate in you, O oh Lord. God, we thank you for just allowing us to be present at this time. So I just want you all to know that the lines are open. If anyone would like to make a comment, give God the glory and the praise, this is your time. The lines are open. I'd like to um, simply thank the Lord for being able to even listen to today's message very much inspirational and helps us to understand that God is always working on us to be and live the life he wants us to live. I am ask you to continue to pray for me. Um, God is continuing to bless. I'm just believing him that I'm getting stronger each day and that the shift that he will give me is that of health and that of knowing that he said that he sent his word to heal us. So I ask you to continue to pray for me and for us to remember God has a a job for each of us to do and to continue to look to him, stay on, stay in his word and I just thank you for the word on today. God bless you. God bless you, Apostle Lorette. Thank you so much. Be blessed. Amen. 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 Uh, Minister Sylvia, before you um, come back, Minister Margo, God, for some reason, told me that the echoing of shift was his word that he promised you, echoing through the mountains and the cosmos for everything that you've asked him for and that what you've asked him for when it was going shift, 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 that it wasn't just an error in this broadcast but it was God shifting it to different levels. I don't know what all is going on with you now, but I want you to know that it's echoing in the heavens, that God's going to do just what he said. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank God. Yeah, thank you, Lord. We thank God we received that four minutes tomorrow. Is there anyone else that would like to um, say something at this time?
We thank you all for uh, joining us on today. As the word was said to Minister Margo, I want everyone that's going through something to get in while the, the water is being stirred. Get in while the water is moving. We used to say at church, when the blessings come down, reach up and grab it. Reach up and grab what you need. Breakthrough. Healing. Deliverance. Someone to come back home. Someone that's at home to get every need that's, that needs to be met. You know, we always say let every meet every need. Every need that needs to be met. Reach up and grab it for your mindset, for the stirring up of your heart. We're asking you to reach up and grab it, even though you listen in faithfully. We thank you for that. But start giving God the praise. Start giving God the glory. Start giving God everything that is due to him. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's not about the apostle and any other speaker, but it's about the true Lord of our soul, the true God of our life, that we hear the true word and the only life-giving word from God. Start opening your mouth and say, God, help my unbelief. Start opening your mouth and say, God, you did it for me before. I know you'll do it again. Start giving God all of his praise. We know he inhabits the praise of his people, but the people must inhabit the praise of God. You've got to give God his praise. So, again, thank you all for joining in. I'm going to ask one more time before I give a closing remark, is there anyone that likes to make a comment or a praise report or something that they just need to say to God, even if it's just thank you at this time. The lines are open. Okay, so we thank you again for joining in on this bright Sunday morning and just letting God have way, have control in your heart and in your life and your mindset. We want you to join us next Sunday at 9 30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, we would like for you all to come back to hear what the woman of God has to say. <coughs> Excuse me. We would like for you all to come in on Monday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This Monday will be our very own Pastor Servant Troy Thomas. We would like for you to tune in on Facebook as well as Blog Talk. And this Friday coming up at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can tune back in and hear what God has given me, the Speaker, Minister Sylvia Kaiser, to speak on. I ask you all to just Share our posting, share the information, share the gift of this ministry, Smile 3 E Iron Sharpening Iron. It is anointed, it is appointed, and it's assigned by God. Our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 to 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God 
and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. With that being said, we want to turn it back over to the woman of God to pray us out and give us any other closing or remarks or comments that she have concerning the, God, the love that God has for his people and the love that God's people should have for him. Apostle, is back in your hands. Amen. I just want to say, um, I don't know about you all, but today, for the first time, I felt it, and that's why I felt God had me to share it with Minister Margot. When the echoing of shift, 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 shift started happening, I could see the waters being troubled. So when Minister Kaiser said that, and um, God had me share what he had me share with uh, Minister Margot, I was like, I have to go back to listen to the archive just to hear. I don't know what it is and that that God allowed today, but I'm going back to get it because it's going to catapult the listener to shifting. So let's shift with God. Let's shift with one another. Father God, we thank you for Minister Margo. We thank you that she's healed from her head to her toe to inside out. We thank you, God, for the walking, living epistle that she is. We thank you, God, for the word of God that you've placed in her belly. We thank you for the manifestation of the miracles, signs, and wonders through her life. God, we thank you even for Minister Sylvia, how you're speaking through her and how you're speaking to her and how she's blessing people beyond what they could ever even conceive in their hearts. God, we thank you for Minister Tony and Elder Ron, how you're blessing them from the north to south, the east and the west, and even their children are blessed. God, we thank you for Dr. Serena Wright, how she's blessed in the city and blessed in the field. We thank you for Pastor Troy, who's blessed, and even his seed seed is blessed. We thank you for Prophet Antoine, who's going to the highways and the byways, and not only is he blessed, but those that receive of him is blessed, 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 blessed. We thank you for even uh, Reverend Lawrence. We thank you for Minister London. We thank you for everyone that will be speaking on your behalf, God, for they're your mouth and that they're healed, they're whole, and they're blessed in their finances, in their bodies, in their situations, in their encounters, in their innovative and witty inventions, God, that they will do more and more and more. Even Minister Brandon, as a senior scientist, where he is, God, the inventions for your glory. Do it for your glory. In Jesus' name, let us shift with you every where and every time you tell us to. Amen and amen. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.